Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. What does it mean to be courageous? What does it mean to be heroic? Can the simple act of hiding something or someone make you a hero or make you courageous? This book is about a girl named Didda, but it's not just about her. It's about the many lives of people that became intertwined at that infamous place called Auschwitz. For those of you that don't know, Auschwitz was a concentration camp that was located in Poland during World War II. It is estimated that around one million people, at least, lost their lives at Auschwitz. So, Dida is a 14-year-old girl who is just trying to survive day-to-day at Auschwitz. But she lives in what is called the family block, Family Block 31. Now, this is unusual. This is a very strange part in Auschwitz's camp. And the people that are there and other people that are outside of it can't quite figure out the purpose or why the Nazis have done this. Because what they've done is they've actually kept families together. Now, the men are still separated from the women and the children. But overall, these families have remained intact. And they don't get... Why? Because everyone else either comes in to be exterminated, to be killed in the gas chambers and then burned in the crematoriums, or they are put in barracks to do hard labor, to do work. So to have this group existing is very unusual. And Didda is lucky enough to, if you can call it luck, to be placed in Block 31 with her mother and her father. And she also gets to go to a special area where the children go each day to basically do crafts and songs and things like that. But what the Nazis don't know is that the man running this particular area for the children, the children's camp in Block 31, is that he is also secretly having a school. Now, the Nazis did not want any learning to happen. They did not want a school Books were completely banned and were you could die if you were caught with a book. So to say that they were running a school was pretty extraordinary. And especially for Didda, because it turns out that Didda's job is to be the librarian for this little school. They had eight books that had been smuggled in and were kept very carefully And Didda's job was to make sure if there was a sudden inspection, she had to get the books away from the teachers that were using them and get them to a safe location where they could not be found by the Nazis. And this particular day, there are two books that are out in the room when there is a surprise inspection. It's her last chance to leave the books. There's an empty stool just a meter away. When they stand up to form the lines and the guards find the books there, they won't be able to accuse her. All of them and none of them will be guilty. And they won't be able to take all of them to the gas chambers. Though, without a doubt, they'll shut down Block 31. Didda wonders if it would really matter. She's heard how some of the teachers initially questioned the school. Why make the children study when there's little chance they'll leave Auschwitz alive? Does it make any sense to talk to them about polar bears or drill them on multiplication tables in the shadow of chimneys belching out the black smoke of burning bodies? But Hirsch convinced them. 
He told them that Block 31 would be an oasis for the children. Oasis or mirage, some of them still wonder. The most logical thing would be to get rid of the books, to fight for her life. But Dida hesitates. The sergeant stands to attention in front of his superior. When he hears the order, he shouts out, On your feet! Attention! And then the commotion really begins as people start to stand up. It's the moment of confusion Dida needs. As she relaxes her arms, the books inside her smock slip down to her lap. But then she grips them against her body again. With each second she holds onto them, her life is more at risk. The SS order silence. No one is to move from their spot. Disorder irritates the Germans. When they first set in motion the final solution, the bloody executions gave rise to refusals among many of the SS officers. They found it difficult to deal with the mayhem of dead bodies mixed in with those who were still dying, with the arduous task of having to kill again, one by one, those who had already been shot, with the quagmire of blood as they stepped over the fallen bodies, with the hands of the dying coiling around their boots like creeping vines. But this has ceased to be a problem. In Auschwitz, there is no chaos. The killings are routine. The people in front of Dida have stood up, and the guards can't see her. She reaches under her smock and grabs hold of the geometry book. As she holds it, she feels the roughness of the pages. She runs a finger over the furrows of the bare spine. And in that moment, she shuts her eyes and squeezes the books tightly. She acknowledges what she has known right from the start. She's not going to abandon them. She is the librarian of Block 31. This is an incredible, honest look at the horrors of Auschwitz. The Librarian of Auschwitz by Antonio Urterobi. This book is also available in large print from Thorndike Press.